0: we often practically know what to do we know what our goal is we know what we should be doing the problem is that we don't do it I love the saying it comes from Dr. Libby where it's why do we do what we do when we know what we know hello and welcome to grow by design the podcast for high performers giving you the tools you need to dream big achieve your goals and create your champions mindset I'm your host, Jess Green, and it's time to be game-changing. Hello, and welcome back to the Grow By Design podcast. Today, we are chatting all things goal-setting, and this is something that I am so passionate about. I love the process of setting a goal, having a vision for yourself, and breaking it down into small steps, figuring out how you're actually going to achieve it, and then actually getting there, because that is the, the funnest, most... Enjoyable and most satisfying thing that you can do is set a goal and really experience that uh, joy and that self confidence of achieving it. So, as I have explained in the past, I have just always been wired in the way that I do love setting goals. I love seeing continuous progress. I love evolving as a human and growing and doing all that kind of stuff. So, what I have done is over these years, I've had obviously so much trial and error. There's been so many goals that I've set and haven't achieved. And for me, I have now really figured out a bit of a process that works for me. And it's not saying that every goal I always, always achieve, but it's knowing the process to go through to give myself the best chance to achieve that goal. And that process is what I want to talk through today. So to start off with, why I think that this process is is the best that I've kind of come across, and again, it's something that I have created, and I'm sure that there's so many other ones Out there that also work. But for me, I've just found that this is a really nice combination of all of the various thought leaders that are out there, all of the various ideas and rules and suggestions that other people have created. But what I've found quite often in the world at the moment is that we have extremes and we have either all one side or all the other side. And so, what I mean by that is you're either all in, work until you can't anymore, um, hustle and grind is the way to go, that real kind of David Goggins approach in terms of like never, ever, ever quit ever, which I definitely still believe is is powerful. But what I really like to do is take that total grit and determination and that real champion's mindset that comes from thought leaders like David Goggins, like uh, Tim Grover and his book Relentless. They're all incredible books. But then what I really like to do is balance them with the practical. So things like Atomic Habits by James Clear is obviously one of those most quoted books that I think you can ever find all about setting up systems and habits and actually making things possible and uh, achievable in your daily life. And then I also love the other side, which a lot of people would kind of call the wifty wofty side, which is definitely that manifesting and that energetic level of your goals and making sure that you are energetically aligned with what you're wanting to create and so for me I found that I see absolute value in all of those different areas and I also see that you can't have one without the other it's that yin and yang approach to to life but also to achieving goals and also just as a way to make it really nice and sustainable for your life I found that for me bringing in some of the key tools from all those different areas, has been the game changer for me and that is what has allowed me to not only hustle and grind but also implement daily habits and routines that are that feel sustainable, that feel achievable and then also bring in that energetic level where I know that the universe has got my back. I know that I I am capable of this. I have the self-confidence and the belief in myself that I can actually achieve these things and I know that I'm supported and guided and I know that sometimes the universe just works in crazy ways and things happen. So whether you believe in manifesting or not, I definitely do. But I also know it's because sometimes I've just had experiences that I can't explain that didn't come to me through hustle and grind. They just came through being energetically aware of what I want and putting it out and it happens. And so sometimes I just think you can't deny that. And if it works and you can use it in your favor, then that's amazing. So that is where my I guess, the background of my process has really come from. It's come from combining all of those different areas. And again, I think that there are so many amazing thought leaders out there, and I think it's so powerful to take from all of those, the tools and the tips that align for you the most and that feel, say, sustainable for you or that feel like they really resonate with you, finding out what works and then creating that for yourself. So today what I want to chat through is what this process looks like for me and I have three key pillars and three key steps when I go to set a goal. So for me that is clarity, it is a game plan and it is the mindset. So three things, clarity, game plan, mindset and I generally like to work in that order because I find that that's the most logical way to do it. So number one is starting with clarity and this is all about getting really clear on what that goal looks like. So this is sort of where the SMART goals kind of comes in, but it's also going deeper than that and really not only being able to articulate what the goal actually is and having reasonable measures around it, so understanding how you're going to track it, understanding what it looks like when it's actually achieved, like what is that benchmark, what is that numerical number you're going to hit, what is that feeling you want to have. So there's that really clear specific measurable timely kind of smart goals piece but also for me the most important thing is the why and you need to understand right down to your core why this goal is important for you and having a really clear vision of what this goal will deliver to you in terms of the outcome for your life and why that is so important that you do it is the most important thing and for me understanding why your goal is important is so crucial because in those moments where It's a bit hard. You don't want to get out of bed. You don't want to go for a run. You don't want to put in that extra hour at the library or at the gym or in the office. This is where your why needs to kick in, And this is where when things get tough, you need to have a really strong why that actually it will pull you out of bed. It will make you stick in the office. It will make you put in that extra energy or that extra time or go that extra mile. The why is what's driving you. And it helps you articulate that it's important and gives you that extra level of motivation. So the why is also really important to understand that the goal itself is actually the right thing for that why. So we often see this in things like weight loss or health and fitness goals, where people have a certain, say, weight loss goal, or they have a certain strength goal or something like that. But when they actually work through the process of understanding why they want that, it might actually be to feel healthy. It might be to feel confident in their body. It might be to love their body. And so then you really need to question, is achieving that goal specifically going to get me there? And I know that for me, this really all unraveled in my own health and fitness journey where I definitely had a weight number, like a weight goal on the scale. And when I got to that weight, I didn't actually feel the way that I thought I'd feel. And I have through my bodybuilding journey, I guess, been lots of different shapes and sizes. And that's part of what comes with the sport. And that really taught me that it doesn't matter what the scale weight is, there's definitely for me a scale weight where I feel best in terms of like happy and healthy and my clothes fit nice, I like the way I look and things like that. But if you don't love your body at any shape and size, it almost doesn't matter what shape and size you are, there's other work that needs to be done. So there's no guarantee that by losing the weight or changing the shape or hitting that that PB that you're going to get the actual why that you want, which is maybe that confidence in your body, that love for your body. And so it's just really being clear, what is that goal going to deliver me? And what is that why behind it? Now, for me, it's also really important to note that I still believe that if you have a a weight goal or a health goal or something like that, like being at a certain weight where it's the healthiest for your body, is really important as well. So I definitely believe that, like for me, I know that when I'm a certain shape and size, I definitely feel happier and healthier and more active. And that doesn't mean that at a bigger weight or a heavier weight that I still don't love my body. I still love and appreciate my body, but I also know how I feel at certain weights. So where I'm going with that is that understanding why you want a certain goal is really important and just being clear on the way you want to feel when you get there so for me my my happiest and healthiest weight and shape and size I didn't it took me to get to that weight to realize that that wasn't the problem it was yes I still I felt great and I felt really comfortable but I actually also needed to learn how to love my body regardless so there was definitely two different goals there there was one the shape and size where I feel happy and comfortable to wear what I want to be I guess comfortable in my shape but at the same time I needed to go on a different journey which was all around self-love and appreciation so it's just really important for me to articulate that so that you understand that the why of your goal is really important so that when you get to it you're not disappointed because we often see that when you get to a goal and it didn't deliver the feeling or the outcome that you wanted it feels like there's a there's a misalignment there so understanding why it's super important not only to push through when things get hard, but also to check that when you get there, you got what you thought you were going to get, which sounds a little bit counterintuitive, but hopefully that makes sense. So, for me, there's a process that I really like to go through when I am identifying my why. And it has come from a book that I've read that I've forgotten the name of uh, Dean Graziaski. Again, can't say his name, but sorry, Dean. <laughs> so, this is a, an exercise that he calls the seven whys. And it's a really simple exercise where You just continue to ask yourself why. And you can do this yourself or you can do this with a partner. So you identify first your question and you say, you know, my goal is to lose X amount of weight. And then the question is, why is it important for me that I lose X amount of weight? And then you would write an answer to that, whatever comes to mind first. And then you continue to ask that, why is this important? Why is this important? And you do that seven times and you do really get to the bottom of a whole lot of stuff that you might not have ever even thought about that had come up for you and often we see this around financial goals or around work goals and things like that where it's like I want to earn a certain amount of money well why is that important I want to be able to buy this I want to be able to buy that again why is that important and often we get down to the crux for a lot of those things it's because I want to provide a great life for my family because I want to give my kids the life that I always wanted because I want to feel safe and secure all of these different things that are super important to understand so that that surface level goal, it now has so much more power and impact behind it because actually you're not just working an extra hour in the office to buy a nice something. You're actually working that to be able to bring some security to your family or something like that, or to be able to give your kids the life that you always dreamed. That kind of thing is what's so much more powerful than, oh, I just want to buy a new TV. If you get to the end and buying a new TV is all that you, you really, really want, then that's amazing. But, you know, really understanding that deeper level why is so, so important. So that is step number one. From there, you can go through and outline, okay, I know why this goal is important now and I'm being really articulate in terms of my goal is X, Y, Z and it's important to me because X, Y, Z. From there, you actually need to make a plan because we actually, having clarity on the goal is great, but you actually need to do something about it to, to get there. So from there, I really recommend that you look at the goal and you say, Okay, what do I need to do to get there? And this is where the practical and the problem solving kind of comes in. So this is you saying, okay, if I was going to achieve this goal, what are the things that I need to be doing to get there? And quite often we know the answer. And there's this whole kind of thing that we'll cover in the next, uh, the next step around why we're not doing that right now. But Generally, for most people, we know what we need to be doing to achieve those goals, but we're just not doing it at the moment. So without being critical of yourself, just write a list of everything that someone who achieves this goal, what would they be doing in their daily routine to actually achieve it? And that's a really important question to ask yourself is, if I was the type of person who achieved this goal, what would my daily routine look like? What would my weekly routine look like? What actions do I need to be taking? And If you don't know, that's also a really good sign. So then your first step is, okay, do I have the right people in my corner to get me to this goal? If not, go and find them. Find yourself a coach, find a business coach, a mentor, a thought leader in the space, get a book. There is so much stuff out there on the internet right now that you can pretty much learn how to do anything. So find out what those steps are and write them all down. And again, just in a big list, jot down everything that would need to happen for you to achieve this goal. And then from there, you can start to put together, okay, what does a daily routine need to look like? Or what, are, what is something I need to do each week or each day that would move me closer to that goal? And there will be big and small steps. And that's what's really exciting is that sometimes you can make massive leaps and you can be, you know, quitting your job and, and taking the plunge, or you can be actually just getting up 15 minutes earlier and going for a walk there is big and small chunks to your goal. So I really encourage you to break it down, identify what you need to be doing each week and then each week setting a goal to be taking a step forward. So know that small things accumulate over time. What are some of those things that you need to be doing each and every week or every day to actually be progressing to that? And then hold yourself accountable. If it is training once a week, if it's training three times a week, if it's drinking more water, if it's saving more money, Put practical steps in place. Make sure that if it's saving money, you're having a direct debit come out when you get paid. It's all those things that make it simple for yourself. If it is spending more time with your friends and family, put those in the calendar now. So, I want you to look at all of the practical things that you need to be doing and then put them practically into your routine and figure out where and how in your week you can actually be putting these tasks in. So, I want you to be really practical and really objective here. If I was the type of person who was achieving this goal, what would my week look like? And once you have that lens, I then want you to have a look and say, okay, what is realistic for me? What feels like an achievable week? What feels like each day I can do this or not do this? And if you can sit there and say, yeah, I believe that this is possible for me, then it's up to you to commit and to show up to yourself on that. Write this list really practically and really objectively in the mindset of, okay, if I was the type of person who was going to achieve this what would my week, what would my day, what would my month look like? Put that game plan together. Who are the people you need to speak to? What are the books you need to read? Just build out, okay, here's some of the stuff that would need to happen for me to get there. So that is step number two. So we've got a clear goal and now you've got a bit of a clear plan. Number three is all around the mindset. And so this is coming back to, we often practically know what to do. We know what our goal is. We know what we should be doing. The problem is that we don't do it. I love the saying, it comes from Dr. Libby, where it's, Why do we do what we do when we know what we know? So why do we eat a packet of chocolate biscuits at night when we know that's not a good idea? Why do we not eat broccoli when we know that's a sensible thing to do? Why do we not do the exercise when we know we should? And it's because we're self-sabotaging. It's because we don't either understand our why enough, we don't have the habits in place that allow us to do that stuff easily, or we just let ourselves get away with it. So there's a, there's a few things to unpack there, obviously, and it's, understanding why you're not doing something and often that comes to to a deeper, deeper reasoning. It could be, again, to be brutally honest, it could be because you're being lazy and so you need to call yourself out on that. But also then you need to help yourself. You need to understand, okay, me leaving my exercise to a Friday morning or a Thursday afternoon sucks. I have no motivation by then. I'm done. How do I make this easier for myself? I make it easier by having a friend come with me. I make it easier by doing it at the start of the week, I make it easier by going to a gym class I actually enjoy. I make it easier by having a meal prep company do my food for me. Treat yourself like a two-year-old, like what will make this easier for myself? And then you really need to put those habits in place and take some time to plan this stuff out so that when it comes up and you're coming up against you know, yourself, you need to be able to push through it. So really understanding, okay, what are the things that are going to come up? How am I going to try and talk myself out of this? And then make it non-negotiable and actually stick to it. So really understanding that mindset piece of, okay, why are you not doing the things that you are when you know that you should be? So there's that piece to it. And then there's this whole amazing, powerful concept of manifesting and energetics and self-doubt and self-belief. So for me, you now need to put yourself back into the shoes of, okay, the type of person who would achieve this goal. What would the energy be like? What would they feel? What would they think? What would that be like? And you need to visualize and sit in this feeling of holy shit! I've just achieved this goal, and I want you to sit there and do this right now. Like, what would it feel like to have that money sitting in your bank account? To have that dream job? To have that dream partner? Or to to lift that weight? Like, what would that feel like? Sit in that emotion and really feel it and really believe into it and aligning yourself with the type of energy that that person is, I then want you to take that into the day. So I want you to then live the life as if you've already achieved this goal. And one or two things will happen. One, that's kind of the power of manifesting and it will help the universe to see that that's what you want. This is the feeling that you want to have, but also it will bring some self-confidence and some awareness to the fact that like, yeah, I am this type of person. I can do this. And it will give you that little sparkle, that little joy of like, oh, I actually could do this. I could give this a go. This I want this feeling. I want to know what that feels like. So there's a few different things within the, in that process that really helps like turbocharge that game plan. So I always think that the third pillar, that mindset pillar is really to turbocharge the second part. So it's really to turbocharge that plan. So you have clarity, you have the plan and now you're turbocharging it because you believe that it's possible. You need to work through that limiting limiting beliefs that you've got. You've got to work through the fact that you don't believe you're deserving. Like that's bullshit, that's in your head. So I want you to think I am worthy of this. I am capable of achieving this goal. I know what it's going to feel like and I'm going to work until I get there. And then you just have to sit with it. You have to hold yourself accountable and you have to believe that it's possible and believe that you can do it. Which is again why it's so important to understand the why. It's so important to set a realistic goal I love big goals, but also sometimes you have to be a little bit realistic so that you can energetically get on the level of, yeah, I can achieve this. This is totally possible. And it will be tough, but it's possible. So I want you to really think about those three key steps when you're setting goals. Again, understand why they're important to you. Put together a game plan and then believe it and work on that self-belief every single day. If you have a day where it feels a bit tough, that's okay. Wake up the next day. Okay, I've still got this. I can do this. So I hope that that was helpful. That is how I like to set my goals. I like to go through that process and I do, I write out all those different steps and in the mindset piece, I write out like, okay, what am I probably going to do knowing me? What am I going to do to try and self-sabotage? What things am I going to say to myself to try and get myself out of doing this work or to not set myself up for success? What am I probably going to say? It's like when you're lying in bed and you're like, oh, I'll go for a run in the morning tomorrow. Okay, well, what are you going to do to combat that? So being preemptive of your own thoughts and your own habits, making sure that you can break those so that you show up for yourself and you actually get these goals done. So again, I hope that that was helpful. I'll pop a link in the show notes as well, but we now have a Grow by Design community. So I really am so excited to connect All of you amazing listeners, all of you ambitious and high-performing humans who are in the group, having everybody share their goals, having everybody share their tips and tricks, their mindset hacks and things like that. So if you do want to join the community, I will pop a link in the show notes so that you can do that. The same goes for having the weekly emails that I send out, which will help connect you with a whole bunch of other resources and tips and tricks as well. And also remembering that for the month of February, because I just love, love so much that my journaling journals are on sale for 15% off for February only. So again, I will pop the code in the show notes and you can find out all the information there, but I would absolutely love to know how you go setting your goals and what that kind of looks like for you, what you found most helpful, what things you've identified as sabotaging yourself uh, and what you're doing to overcome it. So make sure that you tag me in all of those. And I am so excited to hear from you soon. And I hope that you have a beautiful rest of your week.